you see how I get myself in trouble with time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like something's changed. <laughs> You went and got yourself 18 racks of ribs and 50 heads of cabbage, 18 gallons of mayonnaise, and five wheelbarrows full of barbecue sauce, but you forgot to see if anybody was coming. So you threw all that meat, and you threw all those vegetables, and you threw all that mayonnaise in the back of your truck, and you took a right turn down a country road. And ended up in the sausage hut. You betcha. Back in the sausage hut on a beautiful afternoon with one of our favorite people back here. And times are busy on a Wednesday afternoon when you've got a barbecue and you've got to run businesses and you've got to run an empire. But somehow you made time to stop on down because you forgot to turn on the location services on your phone but without further ado and the debut of a brand new theme song you know you've arrived when you got your own theme song the meat master is back in the sausage hut There you go, the Meat Master's back, everybody's favorite, back in the sausage hut. He hasn't heard his theme song until just right now, and I see a foot a-tapping. Meat Master, cook faster, and welcome back into the sausage hut, buddy. Hey, howdy-do, howdy-do. That's pretty good, I like that. Thanks. <laughs> that's pure, that's, it's all original music, only original music here in the sausage hut, created by yours truly, Well. and inspired by yours truly. Hey, Johnny, I remember that. Those, those were the days I got the disc. <laughs> you know, I got the original disc. Yeah, back in the uh, the real days when yeah. you had to spend a lot of money to produce music. Now you can just get an app on your phone, and it's free, pretty well, much. Maybe it's your phone, not my phone. Right, with your half. You got a half. You you've moved from a flip phone to a somewhat smartphone. Not a, 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 a the lights on in the room phone. Not exactly a smartphone. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting uh, uh, we're talking about that because I, I am almost crossed over because of uh, the technology that I learned uh, on some of my new gigs. Wow. I combined uh, my vintage Yamaha speaker that's about yay big. Yeah. And uh, we're running stuff through the, for the deck where we're going to do some barbecuing outside. Wow. Hooking up our sound system. And everybody hooks them up to the phone, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't do that. I got an MP3 player. Oh. A little one like this. Yeah. That it's maxed out at five albums. Really? Yeah. That's a Is that an iPad or an, an, what is it called? iPod mini? Yeah, it might be. I don't iPod know. microscopic from back in the day? Yeah. I, 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 I plug it into my fake earphones mm -hmm. when, I, when I ride my bike or. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, so. What, what five of, albums do you have on there? Uh, we got uh, Uncaged, uh, 
laughing and crying. Some Holland Oaks. Uh, what's that band's name? Zach Brown. Nice. Then I got to have some jazz bands. You mm-hmm. know? I got a little uh, 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 Kenny G and that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. Yeah. So people don't know that you like listening to Kenny G, but we'll pretend that yeah. last part didn't. <laughs> well, I couldn't come up with anybody's name, man. It's not it's Steve Carlton. That's who it is. It's Steve Carlton. He's got a little little jazz. I don't like Kenny G. <laughs> I, I just couldn't think of anybody's name. Kenny G. <laughs> that's for your cool down, right? Yeah, when that's you're coming cool down. down. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, but, I, uh, but it's cool. So, yeah, I might cross over to a smartphone. So, well, you're, hey, you're getting there. If you've got an MP3 player, you, I think you're poised. Yeah. And it's really not it's it's not difficult to use. I, you, there's nothing to be afraid of. Not that you need it. I mean, it no, seems like you you've got everything it, you got it, going on now. My buddy, my buddy Heavy, he said, uh, you know, he's the one that hooked it up, mm-hmm. and cause he used to he knows that stuff, and uh, he plugged in his phone, and it was like wow, and he has uh, Sirius and all that other yeah, apps, uh, Pandora, Pandora. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's how we're going to run the sound system at the at the place. And obviously, you'll be paying all the rights fees uh, that go along with that sort of thing when you're playing music in a, in a place of business. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. That's not a business. That's when we're jamming. Man. Oh, oh, okay. When we're jamming in the kitchen. So it's so a big news for you, Meat Master. You have always run a barbecue catering business, which is. Uh, beloved in this area and you pretty much can work as often as you want to just through word of mouth because you're that in demand and now you've decided to branch out into what do you what do you do is it it some sort of secret you got your own secret club going on here or is this uh conceptually speaking well i'm 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 uh i'm thinking about having a place where I can jam with my buddies how it used to be. Ah. You know, and just uh, have people over, like, and, and barbecue and then play around and then hopefully make a few bucks on doing what I'm doing, but it's stationary. Gotcha. You know, and so where I used to always go with the, with the grill and the truck, mm-hmm. you want to have a party in my backyard? You know, I come, I used to always go to your yard. Right. Now you come to my yard. And so that's the kind of atmosphere I'm trying to set. That sounds like a great idea. Do you, are you what kind of cooking apparatus are you going to have there? Are you just using the the mobile grills? Or you got something built going on in there? Well, we're gonna we're gonna play around. We're gonna see what happens. But uh, I've got two grills that that are really too big to travel. That I used to always use when I do the real big ones. You mm-hmm. know, uh, so I could put. I think yes. Last time we had them out last week were thirty two sixteen. 16 slabs on a grill top so i can cook 32 slabs at a time that's pretty big yeah with those two grills Mm -hmm. and then i got my other two grills that i can put uh, 12 on each one i can't wait for the the vip invitation only um pre-opening tomorrow night that's coming yeah that's tomorrow or wait is it wednesday today yeah tomorrow yeah 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 and i i was thrilled when i got the invitation in the mail and I can't wait to go. And I think I'm going to try to get some uh, on-site audio footage. Hopefully, it, you'll be running. I, I know you'll be busy running around and hopefully not pissed off. But maybe hopefully pissed off that something's not going to go right. And oh, you're gonna get man. 
those days are past. I'm I'm on cruise control now. <laughs> I'm on cruise control. Yeah, now. cruise control. We just hear we he just got a phone call that that not enough tickets are getting sold, and he's sitting on a truckload of cabbage, and he's gonna have coleslaw for miles, and <laughs> nobody to eat it if something doesn't happen with this weather we're having, right? Uh, I know, I know. At least for that that gig, the the beauty of this is though we're we're getting so busy that you know we're 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 booked through next Tuesday. This is a busy weekend. Wow. Yeah, it's a busy weekend. But last week last weekend we did a lot. We pre- did pretty good too. Did uh, seventy five slabs on Saturday. Ooh-wee. And you yeah. you you oven you oven roast those first, right? Or do uh, don't you? We start. We do a process. You know, a secret process well, that can't be gotcha yeah no uh yeah we start smoking them uh start cooking them usually about 12 hours total time on the on the cook from a rib and how much on the grill about an hour and a half to two okay so they're ready i mean you could essentially you could eat them before you put them on the grill i mean they're ed- they're not well, if you want to eat them in the process oh no we, uh, you know certain parts of the process they're undercooked mm-hmm. yeah you know first I think they're they go about eight hours, ten. At what temperature? Six hours. We start them at two twenty-five. That's low. Yeah. That's low and slow. Low and slow. Low and slow, and two fifty. And then we go from there. I apologize if there's background noise. I got the world's worst lumberjacks <laughs> next door cutting down this tree that's been sitting in the backyard for the last eight months, and it sounds like there's sirens going off around here. Yeah. So. You never know what's going on in the hey, sausage hut, nope. even though we're in a somewhat remote area. It, it's a, like I, I let people come in and take some wood out of the woods every once in a while if they need some, and some people are better with the chainsaw than others. Well, I was looking at those boys. I'll tell you what, they might be smoking some of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they, that might be good smoking. You know, They got their pit going. Yeah, it's definitely it's a two-hour job that they're making that they're definitely turning into an all-day job. Oh, it's an all-day affair. And it's just a matter of time before that the chainsaw that they have breaks because they're really they're in the thick part of the tree now and they're cutting off slabs so it's working overtime i hope they i hope they have enough oil mixed with gas in that machine to keep the keep the chain moving yeah but you look at that that should be one of those they rented because yeah. that, that's not gonna be worth <laughs> anything after that they're gonna break that sucker <laughs> so everybody everybody loved our pork experimentation from a, a couple months ago it was one of the most popular podcasts we have i'm sure thanks to you telling all your buddies as you traveled all over the country you've been traveling for the most part the better part part of uh, the last few months right until the it was your pre is your spring training you're all tan oh you're all chilled out i i am i am i'm telling you it's been life has been good uh yeah we went to spring training and uh in the beginning of March, took two trips down to Florida, one in North Carolina. Been doing a, wow. a little regional thing, I guess. That's it went down to Key West, checked that one off the bucket list. Nice. Yeah, that one was a good one. That's what that's what happens. See, what is it? The, the first marriage you do, I don't know, to get one on your belt, second one you do for love and then the third one you do for money or something like that and you you found yourself a rich woman who just takes you all over the country right is that how it works (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like not that. Not a bad gig. Not no, a bad gig if you can I'm, find it. I'm gonna tell you what. No, I got I got the better one. I said I, I, I got a I got a beautiful one that, that allows me to do that. Ah, you gotcha. Know, it says uh, you know, get out of my sausage hut for three days. Masters in the house. So have you have you done any experimentation? Have you found any new foods for this clubhouse that you're working on? The the secret club that you're going to serve food? Or are you sticking with the sticking with the basics? Are you looking to branch out at all? Or are you just dancing with who brung you? Oh no no no! You know you always uh, you want to have fun. You always dance with the one you brought. You know, but you want to have some experimentation. You always have to yeah to push the envelope a little bit. I love the mini the mini bacon explosions that we did. I like those. That's what I was gonna say. We're gonna we're that's gonna be one we're working into the the menu somewhere along the line. We're mm-hmm. gonna add that. But uh, tomorrow you're gonna taste some uh, uh, an experiment we're doing. Too. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're trying to bring the bring a little little different rib action to the uh, hors d'oeuvre part of the menu. Really? Yeah. Well, that's where the, that's where I think those mini uh, explosions. That kind of got the ball rolling mm. with the bacon explosions going to mini style. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you get tired of going there. Everybody's got the same appetizers because they all buy it from the same provider. S- right. You know, so if we could come up with some originals, and that's what this is. When we do our ribs, we we cut. Uh, I don't know how much I want to talk about. You know, I I, I, I respect people's privacy. Um, You don't have to tell us. uh, No, I got, you know what? It's an open book. You know, that's the beauty of cooking and and doing it. Everybody's got their secrets of of the process. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we we take the the breastbones, I call them, uh, when we buy the ribs so it's easier to cut. You know, there's different colors uh, of ribs, of the St. Louis ribs and, you know, I just buy. We talked about that before. The, the basic rib, the spare. Is uh, that what? I, yeah, three. I and, yeah, spare I'm not ribs. an expert. Spare ribs, three and a half and down is the size of the ribs I start using. Mm-hmm. But to make it easier to cut, because when I serve them, I like to cut the bones so it's it's easy to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, single bone uh, pieces. Yeah. The breast bones, I have the butcher crack them, and then I in the old days I used to lay them down to keep the water off on the process that I use. To, to do the ribs, roasting the ribs, uh, and now I'm barbecuing those on the on the save them, mm. you know, and we used to always just give them away, mm. and uh, now <laughs> see how you now we make money on it. Of course, <laughs> that's how you yeah. do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're gonna serve them up as uh, I think we got them got them got them done close enough for uh, appetizer servings, so we're gonna call them rib nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kind of that's my kind of menu right yeah. item right there. We're gonna call them rib nuggets and see what happens. Two of my favorite things, ribs and nuggets. Well, you know, it's uh, it, I used to always think uh, uh, years ago we were talking about uh, trying to find a, a, a what you call it, a carnival thing, and we were thinking of fish nuggets, you mm-hmm. know, walleye nuggets is what yeah. we were gonna try to do, and uh, but that's that's a mess. I don't like frying. That's too much. That's too hard. Yeah, and you can't really take that on the road. No, I mean I don't know if you have you ever taken one of those big big uh, cookers and filled it with oil and used a Bunsen burner. That just has 
That's got danger written all over uh, it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. I would don't do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> this is not recommended. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. You know, you got to, that's what you get, especially with oil. I mean, crying out loud. You, you used to hear all these when the, remember when the frying of turkeys were. Uh, oh, yeah. I've popular. got a turkey fryer. Yeah, I, love, I love doing that. Turkey. Yeah. They're great. They're, they taste great. Mm hmm. Uh, but you know, you knock that over, and the whole house goes. Up. Yeah, there. Yeah. I I enjoy the element of danger that it comes with <laughs> turkey frying. You got to keep an eye on it the whole time. Oh, you got yeah. got to keep the knob from turning, the safety knob from turning off. You got to make sure if it's frozen, you're dead. Oh yeah, pretty much. Yeah, water splats it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's it, you know, so frying ain't my my gig. And, and nor like, should it be. Like, yeah, I don't like. You're it. a charcoal guy through and through. Yeah. Or yeah. I mean, wood charcoal or whatever you call it. Is that yeah, charcoal? Lump, lump charcoal. Lump. Yeah, I tell you what, it's it's tough. We were we we're scrambling to get charcoal for this weekend. Oh, because everybody's uh, buying it up. Yeah, yeah, and the truck is uh, uh, always has a problem with it. We get it from Pennsylvania by the by the truckload. Huh. And uh, yeah, right from the dude, this charcoal guy. He he uh, used to burn it. You know, that's all it is. It's natural wood, mm -hmm. and he'd burn it, and bag it, and uh, he did it all by himself, all the way in the back in the hills and uh on a mountain and uh land developers bought below and put this real high dollar uh, property into it mm -hmm. and when he'd fire it up well the epa came out oh. <laughs> yeah so uh they went through screening and it was it was tight for about two years he wasn't it was real tight we couldn't hardly get any Luckily, that luckily that pesky EPA has been shut down and doesn't have to worry about <laughs> don't it. Don't have anymore. to worry about him anymore. <laughs> Free flowing charcoal now, baby. <laughs> charcoal for everybody, for uh, sweet freedom. Yeah, those poor bastards <laughs> in those rich neighborhoods are. <laughs> it's raining black on them, but yeah. I mean, I love barbecue places, but I would absolutely hate to live downwind from a smokehouse of any kind you oh know? yeah because you got to smoke i mean you're making charcoal you got to make it all day you're making pig yeah. you got to make it all day i mean it's smoke you start that thing at three o'clock in the morning yep. and that's all you're gonna smell i mean i, I bet people yeah. who you know I, i've seen barbecue joints where it's right in the middle of a neighborhood and i bet all of those people's clothes smell like <laughs> smoked pork <laughs> yeah, i'm telling you i'm telling you it uh it, it does create a, uh, an atmosphere for, for the backyard. Well, I w walk out and you, somebody's barbecuing in the backyard. You know, you smell it. Yeah. But that's a little bit. Can you imagine if you're really cranking it out? Oh, no. You I know? couldn't. Yeah. I, I, um, a buddy of mine had a Machu Picchu, actually. He's been, on the, he's been on the podcast a couple times. And I would stay with them. And I'd, I'd live with them at some points. And he, had a, he has got one of those big green eggs. The, yeah. the the big green egg smoker and where the bedroom that i was in you know he'd get up early and throw a slab a couple slabs of ribs and in, in the big green egg and it would just smoke all day and i yeah. you know kind of i woke up about 8 30 in the morning to this waft <laughs> and then you have to, it's torture all day you all have day. to smell it yep. and you don't get to eat any of it that's right and that's then it's right. all over with in five minutes but it's uh it's worth the wait though yeah. but it's almost as you know but you're the you're the rib king as far as I'm concerned, we got to get you. We got to get a TV show. We got to get you on a TV show somewhere once this thing gets going. Oh, 
<laughs> I mean, everybody in the world's on a cooking show these days. Oh, you know, know, best ribs I here, know. or the stuff I like there. So, I mean, what can you... It's Memorial Day weekend coming up. Um, you know, what's the key to a successful Memorial Day picnic as far as you're concerned? Well, good beer. That's one thing. Good food. Yeah. Good friends. Yeah. Great weather. <laughs> you heard it here first from the meat master. <laughs> 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 I love that clavinet. I could use it. I I want. I, I need a clavinet. That's the yeah. that funky the, keyboard yeah. that Stevie Wonder played in his seventies most yeah. of the time. Yeah. And I I just want to have one of those following me around everywhere, and or so should you. You know, <laughs> that's when I thought of when I was thinking. Meat Master theme. Let's have a clavinet going over there. Uh, that's pretty good. You're lucky. That's pretty good. You know how many people have gotten a theme song? One. You're the second person that I've ever made a theme song for. I am honored, man. I, I, I hope honored. so. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm honored and I'm humbled. I, I, I just I can't figure out sometimes. <laughs> now, when you get a smart, cool. when we get a smart, when you get a smartphone, yeah. we can we'll give you. I'll get you the MP3 of that, and you can make it your ringer on your phone. So whenever anybody uh, calls you, you can have the Meat Master theme song uh, play. But I gotta have a smartphone. Well, actually, I don't know if you can load things. Like, have you ever hooked that semi-smartphone up to a computer? <laughs> I'll yeah, take that sure. as a no. <laughs> it's a phone. I still call it a phone. It's not a device. I hear you. I mean, am I the, you were a master of the flip phone for many years. Hell, that's all there was. Yeah. And I, I was yeah. the last generation of flip phone I really liked. I mean, I it was, you know, and it had some kind of, it, it, I could in, it connect to the internet on mine and you could actually put MP3s on it. This was right before I, the the iPhone came out, but I, I enjoyed it because I could, I could, I could flip phone and I could type on it. If I was driving and I wanted to text somebody, I could type on it without looking. Really? Cause it, just using the nine, you know, yeah. the number pad, yeah. it could, the, the five had a little bump on it. So you knew where it was and I could just type, yeah. type as I was driving. Is that right? Don't try that at home kids. You can't do it with a smartphone, Yeah. but people just use voices now. Well, that's a lot safer. Yeah, but it's still a distraction in the head. Didn't you used to? All, you, you don't do the Memorial Day gig anymore that you did for a hundred years. Oh no, you know that was yeah. That, that was your dad's thing. Yeah, that was my dad's, and uh, you know it's it, it's unfortunate. Yeah, we were just talking about that on on some of the things. Uh, now the people get old, and the young people don't want to. It's not important to them, mm -hmm. you know the the history and the. You know, and that one was out in, the, in in really in the farmlands. Yeah, and heck, there's not many out there. Everybody's got their own lives, and so if you can't pull five or six volunteers every year, and all of a sudden those people are seventy and eighty and yeah years old, and you know it's tough to get around. So they they fall down away, and something else picks up. The evolution, my friend. Yeah, the evolution or the de-evolution, one or the yeah. other. Well, it's the passing through. You know, we're all just passing through. You got your, you got your advertising game down, or do you not need to advertise at all? Uh, Are you gonna? 
you got a business Facebook set up? You want a web page or something like yeah, that? Yeah, well, actually, we uh, Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't know if there's any room on Twitter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Or Instagram or Snapchat, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, see, all of that seems to me, it, it, being an older, uh, of, yes. you know, person, uh, I wanted to be politically correct. And whatever you could call yourself, whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Most people do. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's all instant and gone. I'm I'm longevity, so mm. we do have a website. You do? I got a website. Huh. And I got a, I got a Facebook page for uh, the business, not just you or yeah, both. Yeah, for the, for oh, the okay. business. Well, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we we uh, uh, my son is uh, involved in that part. Of, uh-huh. You know, he knows how to do that. Well, stuff. he should. Well, I know he should. That's <laughs> right. And you know, we struggle a little bit on on that aspect of it. But he's he's he has one, a phone. He still has a flip phone. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he hasn't gone into that part yet. Hmm. But so he developed that, you know, through some friends and and stuff. And that just went up last week, I think it was. Oh, well, congratulations. So well, is this I this is going to be open to the public or, or is not open to the public? No. So people are not going to know about this. That's that's what that's the same way the sausage hut is. It's kind uh, of a speakeasy. You just, uh, only certain uh, people can find it at the right time and then you get to walk on uh, in. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, uh, you know, you could, uh, like I said, it's a party venue. Mm-hmm. So, you know, y- you, you book your parties at the clubhouse. So can we book you if we just want to hang out with the Meat Master on a Thursday night <laughs> for two hours? Is that, What's the going rate well, on that? Well, that's that's where we're going to have, we're going to have some, uh, some some jams, some music uh, okay. with, with dinners, you know, that'll be, you know, ticket only. Ah. Uh, I started started doing a lot of, uh, I believe in giving back to the community, you know. So <laughs> well, you've taken you've certainly taken enough from it. <laughs> you, you should give it back every once in a while. <laughs> I have taken a lot of shit, boy. I have, but no, we're we're doing we'll do some fundraisers and that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. You know, for uh, for that, but but I do have have one we're gonna play with. Uh, Dinners on, on on certain days with some music in the we'll experiment and see what mm. we can put up, you know, and get some people's opinions. But it's gonna be gonna hang out. I'm gonna have parties. Yeah. You know? Well, that's that's your talent. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna have parties. No, <laughs> it's not <laughs> my talent. <laughs> I don't remember half of them. <laughs> well, you know, that's I, how you know it's a good party when you have only have a vague recollection of it. Well, I'm gonna tell you what. Now the party revolves around. Uh, the old guy is sitting around reminiscing about the parties and trying to put the pieces together. <laughs> I'm doing the same thing with my. That's why I've got three or four podcasts like that. Vague <laughs> recollections of half stories about things. <laughs> it's wild, man. It's wild. And then when and it could have been like three or four other things that start melting together that all happened in different years that somehow turn out to be the same story or part of the same story. Right. Right. Yep. We were just—I was just talking about this in the the podcast I just did with with Kowski and Papa Papa Shot. We were talking about they had this mu- this music festival in in Atlanta called Music Midtown. It was huge for uh, I don't know, probably seven or eight years, and I it, it was 
they shut down all of Midtown Atlanta and had seven or eight stages. And it was a it was an event where, you know, our buddies would come down almost every year. Someone would come down for it. And we had a, a stretch where it was just, you know, just an insane weekend every every year, just evolve, revolving around going to that. So now we've got stories. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, which year was that? I don't know. This could have, did that happen the same year that this happened? Or I, who knows? Oh. Which band were we watching? I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. And then they intertwine. <laughs> you yeah. Know? And that's how the argument starts. Yeah. That was when he was playing. No, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's good. But that's what it's about, man. Mm-hmm. Create the experience. And so we're going to do a little bit of that, I hope. Jesus. Well, I'm I'm happy uh, for you. I mean, I I have full confidence, and I'm sure that I'm sure you've set this up to where it's a practically a fail safe um, for you. That if any if anything if there's anything that fails, I'm sure all the it'll all go upon somebody else's shoulders. Absolutely, as opposed to yours. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> I've got my levels. <laughs> yeah, there's a pecking order. Absolutely, that's good. Uh, it all runs yeah. downhill, and you're not at the bottom of the hill. No. Used to be. Still am. I've never Everybody's... known you to be at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. No. Hey, it's been a fun ride, man. Yeah. It sure has. It's been a fun ride. It hasn't it... all been fun, but been uh, peaches and cream, but there ain't been no, no catastrophes. Yeah. So we're doing good. We're lucky on that aspect of it. Yeah. Now if we can get this weather to break so we can have some, some good entertainment. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the boys must have stopped. I don't hear the. It must. Have it broke, looks like huh? they got. It looks like they got it all. Now they're just mowing around and cleaning it up. So I think they actually. They succeeded. They might have succeeded. Good. Good for them. Yeah, it only took them four hours. <laughs> well, you talk about mundane and routine and mm-hmm. you know thoughtless. Yeah. That's why people put headphones on. Think about how it used to be before they came up with that one. <sighs> Yeah, you don't even re- you go. Phew, you don't even remember pre Walkman. How about that one? No, pre Walkman. It used to be a transistor radio you held in your hand. <laughs> oh yeah, and then you got bugged so you could put them in. We used to listen to the ball game. I remember op- we used to always listen to opening day baseball when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know, must have been eighth grade or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you, the guy ended up you put those earphones in. And, Teacher would walk around, she'd put it up like you were thinking, you know, <laughs> listening to the baseball. Yeah. Game. That's the first time. I, uh, see, technology, man, has come a long way, brother. That's funny. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that because I did the same thing. I remember in eighth grade study hall, I had gotten some some Walkman, uh, Walkman headphones where the earpieces would detach. Yeah. So I, I had, I would run, I, I kept the Walkman in in my bag in the gym bag we had it in the cafeteria at the middle school and I'd, I'd have the thing in my the the walkman in my bag and have the wire running out and it would just i had it so it, and i knew like the teacher was sitting over Come that way right <laughs> yeah so i held it in my hand and i just sat on the table like like i was just sitting there like this but i had to add it up to my ear because you could you weren't allowed to listen to the radio right. you know back yeah. then and then if, if the teacher ever came by it would just be like that and I had it down to where you couldn't see it. <laughs> yeah, good, good. That's the sly devils. Yeah. Where there's a will, there's a way. Yep. Huh. <laughs> Always trying to pull one over in on, on a teacher, you notice that? Yeah, and it's funny Always. that, you know, you were a pretty sharp teacher, but I'm sure uh, 
you know, it just, you, you sit in the room all day with everybody. You, you learn how to get away with things. Well, and there's certain things that you let them get away with. I guess, I bet you, I guess you have to, right? Yeah. I mean, crying out loud, you're not, you know, you want to be the Gestapo of the place for God's sake. Yeah. You know, but then you got to learn how to have a little fun with it too. Mm-hmm. You know, I always enjoyed that. Sometimes it became a cat and mouse game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the meat master was an educator for several decades, and he was my teacher at one point too. Yeah, in that in that other century we were talking about. Yeah, God, how time flies. Yeah, that's that's good. Luckily, we're here now. That's right. You live the moment. That's why it seems like twenty five years ago was a long time, but you live in the moment. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, what inspired you to? I mean, to make the step to having a having a, a private uh, private party house. You know, it's I don't know. There was it was always I thought about it a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I can think of, I can remember uh, when a buddy of mine was I was a roadie. <laughs> he was in a wedding band, and I'd come home from college and uh, stay with him. And he'd play out on a Saturday for a wedding, and that was. That was free food, and uh, I'd listen to him, free booze, and then we'd walk out, you know. And I used to say, man, that'd be nice to own one of those places. But then as life tur- takes its twists and turns, as it did, uh, an opportunity came up that sparked my interest, and that was about two years ago, three years ago. No, I bet it was longer than that. Time flies, you know. Have, have, had you had your eye on the venue for a while? It had been available or it had just yeah. come up available a couple of years <laughs> no, ago? No, it, it it was uh, when I was getting serious about it and I was tooling around looking for a place, I saw it and I said, man, that would be good. And it was empty. It was an empty restaurant. And uh, before I actually moved on it, because I process things slowly sometimes, <laughs> I got to chew on it, uh, somebody took it over. And, oh. and I lost my opportunity, but I ne- it was always in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. Well, th- that place didn't quite make it either, and because the venue's tough, it's a it's a I, it's a tough place for a restaurant. I think it's an ideal location for a clubhouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it came available, and the dominoes fell into place. You know, you, you wonder how you land sometimes, and so opportunity came and we said we're either gonna say yes and you know stick our foot out or say no and always say wonder what if you know so woulda shoulda coulda uh, i don't like to have them as my three best friends but gotcha you know they are acquaintances (laughs) (laughs) so we went and took it took the stab so you know my son and i and uh you know he he went in head over heels and uh He's bringing something to the table that I don't have, and uh, he's gonna gonna see if we're gonna keep this thing floating. Gotcha. You know. Have you done weddings yet? Booked a couple. You haven't. Do, you haven't done the there. The, yeah. Have you run any? I was wondering if you've run into any bridezillas because I mean, a, one bad bridezilla could ruin everybody's day. Oh, yeah. No, you know, most of the not not. I've done a lot of weddings, a mm-hmm. lot, of, lot of wedding gigs. Uh, and most of the time, I don't have those. I'm not involved in that part. By the time I get involved, the party's going. You, if you can't enjoy your own wedding, then you got a problem. Yeah. You know, and that's all I'm concerned is, is food good? And 
you know. Mm-hmm. They maw every time they say, yep. And I say, good, here's the leftovers. See ya. You know, unless they want to buy me a shot. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I didn't run it. But we've booked uh, a couple at the place already. So it'll be interesting when we host them to see that's where we might we might run into Bridezilla. Yeah. Because now we'll be dealing with something else other than just the food. Do you have real plates and real silverware and stuff like that? Or are you going to have to make them eat paper? It's a choice, man. It is? Oh, yeah. You got to have your choices today. You got to have, you know, a device or a flip phone. Uh, you, yeah, we got uh, we got enough china. No, you know, fake china. Huh. Plastic stuff. It, What's it called? Uh, there's a name for it. Mylar. Fiesta wear? Mylar. Oh, Mylar. Like the old corning wear. You oh, know, where gotcha. Where light didn't chip, you know. Mm-hmm. Flea market special? Uh, well, you know what it is? It's it, it's easy, man. Look on, a, on the internet. There's restaurants going out of business oh, all gotcha. the time. You know, and so. Uh, That's one, the way to do it, Yeah, huh? one of the local. If actually, he was, a, he was a buddy of mine. We bought it from him. You know, his dad uh, was in the, in the catering business, and. And he retired, so we bought theirs. Why do restaurants fail? Oh shoot, <laughs> we don't have enough time for that discussion. <laughs> they fail for—I think they fail for a lot of reasons. You know, some of them it's mismanagement, competition, uh, run its course. They don't keep up with the times. Price point don't work. People's tastes change. Can't find employees. There's, mm-hmm. all, there's all kind of reasons. You know, that they fail. Now, some of them just close because it's time to close, mm-hmm. you know. And that's when they're successful. And he says, hey, I'm walking out. I'm done, you know. But everybody's got an idea. What, what gets me is, is I, as I look down, the same building ho- housed n- numerous venues, and it, nothing works. But there's always somebody that says, I got an idea that'll make it work. Yeah. You know, and that's just the American way, I guess. Uh, a lot of franchise buildings, you know, that's the, the one that I'm interested to see. A buddy of mine, uh, he had had a restaurant on the east side for years, very successful, old building, locations suck, you know, travel. That's that's one, uh, traffic patterns, where restaurants used to be, mm. and then the highway goes in and people change, and now all of a sudden there's more choices of some of these rest, uh, chain restaurants and mm-hmm. stuff, and, you know, it's hard to compete price point on some of that stuff. So, a lot of reasons. That's the thing. I, I mean, it seems like it. It seems like it would be hard. Well, at first glance, it seems like it's hard to make money on selling serving food if the price of stuff goes up. Oh. What the hell you do? Yeah, there's. I mean, there there is. It's tough. I think. But see, restaurants. It's you. If you have to open up seven days, here's here's Meat Master's philosophy. <laughs> Hold on. It doesn't make <laughs> Meat Master's <laughs> philosophy. If if you're gonna gonna try to run a restaurant and be open seven days a week, first off, then you're gonna burn it because you got to have some time off. There's got to be some downtime. So you mm-hmm. got you say you're gonna run it six days, even five days. Yeah. Well, whatever, whatever it is, you've got to make open that and say, okay, I hope they come in. And if you got a good product, they're going to. But the variables that you got to deal with, from the employee standpoint, from from the uh, cost of goods, you know, your product cost, uh, and then government regulations and taxes and 
the fickleness of the public. You can kick it in fr- Friday and Saturday, mm-hmm. but if you can't kick it Monday and Tuesday, so what you end up with is you lose Monday and Tuesday, you break even on Wednesday, you make it on Thursday or Friday, and then the grind starts again. Uh. You know, and then so somebody that has another idea opens up and takes your business. It's tough. It's tough. That's why the philosophy has always been: I go to a specific place. I know what I'm cooking. I know how many people are there. Yeah. It's a done deal. There's no, yeah, with what you've done for the longest time, yeah. there's never been a variable. You always know the, the money going in. Yeah, you know, and so it's a, it's a little safer, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I like it because it's the environment. It's a party. I keep telling you that all the yeah. time. You know, and it's, it's, you, you, pass a, you pass through the costs. You pass yeah. through the labor and the, the, the security. Yeah. You say, I'm going to make this much money, and you're going to pay for my help and the food. Right, I'm gonna provide you a service. Right, and you know? that's how much you're gonna pay. And, and you better is, tip, this or I'm gonna hate your guts. Nah, that's. I tell you what, it's interesting on that tipping thing. I never paid much attention to it because, you know, I never got you know. But people would come and say, "Do I tip?" I'd say, "If you think so." I mean, you know, you don't have mm. to, but some people put down an automatic gratuity, you know, on uh-huh. the bills, uh, but. It's ain't, some people are automatic. They just include it. Yeah, and I never, I, I never thought about. I, I, I wouldn't have thought about tipping a caterer until, until I saw you get pissed off about not getting tipped a couple times. <laughs> I was like, oh, you need to tip. <laughs> and I remember I, I, I had somebody cater a, a birthday party we had for my dad last year, and I made sure I tipped him. Uh, well, you know what? And, and I've always passed that. To whoever worked that gig got the money. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't, that wasn't a tip to me. Some, some would say, in fact, I got to the big now, one. That is bullshit. I never saw any of the tip money. <laughs> they never tipped when you worked. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you why. Most of the time people are nice. They tip. I don't know what the hell is your problem. But it, they tip based on the ser- service. You know, sometimes, you know, we'll clean up the place and, you know, mm. and that's who tips. I mean, the cook never gets the tip. It's the waitress that gets the tip. Right. You know, so it's that kind of thing. But and when we got tipped, whoever worked that gig, we split it. Huh. But some of them said, "Okay, here's yours, here's hers, and then here split this between the rest of them." Mm-hmm. You know, because they recognize who's got you know most responsibility in a in a big gig. Yeah. <laughs> Economics. That's an interesting topic. <laughs> I wish I would have remembered something about economics that I learned in high school. I just did it for some reason, and none of it's in there. <laughs> must must have been the teacher. <laughs> sure it was. Crying out loud. What the hell did he know? I, f- I found a... I, I was helping my dad clean out his barn, and I found, I found a couple boxes with high school stuff in it. And one of them was we, we had to write a, a journal... I think our senior year in English class, I had to write a journal and it lasted, I think about nine weeks. <laughs> Everything I wrote was about, you know, it was about six sentences each entry. Yeah. Everyone was about how I didn't want to be at school and I didn't want to go to football practice. <laughs> Good attitude. I know. <laughs> I had senioritis halfway through my junior year, I think. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, it's tough. High school's tough. Life is tough. Yeah, high school was easy. No, 
It was easy for most people. I don't it know. Was. Some people. If it high school's hard for you, life's going to be hard for you. Exactly. I guess that's more what I should say. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. If you can't figure that out. Yeah. You're not, you don't, you got two strikes against you going well, into the we real world. We were talking world. about that earlier. You know, it's <laughs> like, you know, you, you could spot it. That, I, it's, you, some just got it. And some, you say, God, I hope you, had, you get it. Mm-hmm. You know? And then you walk around sometimes and see, you go, eh, I didn't hit yet. You know? Yeah. I think for me, the, the 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 pizza place I worked at down in down there. Oh, um, that was that was a good spot. They yeah. had good pie there. They, they had real good pie, yeah. and it was and I I did a couple of podcasts remnant telling stories about that place, and I think it really just gave a real a perspective into the real world of 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 actually people and how a business is run and things like that, as opposed to just being in a little school bubble. I I you know yeah. saw people that weren't there from different you know, different walks of life. And a business, you know, and what you had to do to make money in a business and dealing with real people as opposed to just doing homework and reading books and things like that. I think that helped a lot. Yeah. Oh, I I agree. Your personal experience is always, Mm. it's in a book, you know, I always told some seniors, I I don't know if you (laughs) probably weren't paying attention, (laughs) but uh, you you go to college, you there's a lot more to learn just in the cover of them books. Yeah. You know, a lot more to learn. Yeah. And I've always said, too, the most I, I learned more from the pizza place I worked at in college there you than go. I did from all the classes I took. There's a there's a melting pot of an, uh, of uh, education. Yeah. What walks through a pizza in a college town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and just comparing that to the, the little town pizza place. I mean, this was I, – I, it, was, it was like playing high school football and going and playing college football. Like, this was the – it was a, a true uh, bigger stage. Yeah, it was a bigger stage, and it was absolutely the owner was absolutely dedicated to pure efficiency. I mean, he lived, ate, and breathed on making sure we could crank out as many quality pizzas and get them to people as fast as possible. Everything you know, from the the way you cooked it to the oven, and the, oh, yeah. the way they they routed the pizzas and got them got them out the door. It was just a it was a tribute to efficiency and it was, I mean, it was difficult on the people running the place, but once you got it down, man, they could crank out pizzas just like you figured out the most efficient way to crank out chicken and ribs yeah. or in get them and get them there, get them to the spot and get them hot at the right time. Yeah. I mean, you could really have to go, you have to dig deep into figuring things out as far as time, because timing's everything. When you're talking about food, you got to have the right things at the right time. In the right place. Oh yeah, I mean you know, but it's like that in everything, you know. If it doesn't come together, yeah, it's just more obvious in the food business because it's one on one with you and the plate. Yeah, you know. And so if you're the the maestro that's putting that food on the plate, you know, you win or you lose. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It's a battle. And everybody who eats that food is a judge. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yep. Every one of them. Man, yeah, every one of them. <laughs> but for the most part, everybody's in a good spirits, and it's kind of hard to really screw it up. Well, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, you know what? It, it, it most of the time, I would say this. It, it, it's been my experience. Any time that that it doesn't work, it's because something in the process fell apart. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad cooking technique. It wasn't uh, bad meat. It wasn't bad food yeah it was something in the process failed mm-hmm. and and wherever it was 
I can remember. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story about the college thing? Um, I would love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> they, so, so we're talking about aroma cooking, and we're upstairs, third floor studying, and somebody's down on the second floor cooking, and we're going, man, somebody's smelling good. And it, it just smelled, had that aroma of cooked vegetables and meat, you know. I mean, it was just a savory smell. Mm-hmm. And you were college kids, so we're hungry. And we go, damn, man. He says, we should go get that. And he says, yeah, we can go see what, who's cooking. Now you get, you know, because we were so studious, we were, got wrapped up in the book. Sure, sure. <laughs> and then pretty soon you go, God, whoever had was cooking just fucked up, screwed, <laughs> screwed it up. He said, it's burnt. Oh. <laughs> you know, you, now you got that burnt vegetable from roasted and to burnt. Yeah. And uh, we said, we better go downstairs and look. And the freaking place was fire. It was, oh. There was smoke, not, not fire, it was just smoke everywhere. And what happened was our roommate opened up a can of uh, vegetable soup, uh-huh. put it on the oven, and went downstairs and got sidetracked and went to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> left it on just oh cooked. geez that yeah. had burned and just it was to the bottom of, i never seen the things that bad uh we ended up throwing the pot out i'm sure yeah. man you, yeah. yeah you got teased no, by it smelling good and, and then it just, just ruined burnt. so it was in the process you know <laughs> <laughs> but we did it you know unfortunately we were uh, a couple of times we don't learn our lesson very well uh <laughs> We're uh, steaming potatoes and, and uh, carrots. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do a lot of steaming of vegetables yeah. on the site. Burn the water out by the pot, and I go, "What's?" And I look down and put a hole right through the oh. pot, and the whole contents is done. It's, that's bad walking to somebody and saying, "Hey, I got I got some great food for you, but you're not going to have potatoes today." <laughs> fell in the process oh. but then you try to you know do the best you can you see if you can run around and get some potato salad or mm-hmm. something else but and then just give it to whoever was within 10 feet of that just make them wish they were never born for yeah blaming it on them for yeah. making sure that that didn't happen yeah and again it was never my fault it was of always course somebody. it was never your fault <laughs> you've never made one mistake in your life when no. it comes to catering i did i thought i made a mistake and i found out later i no i didn't <laughs> no I've, a lot of it has been me a lot of it <laughs> hell you know what that was in the beginning there was nobody to turn around and point to because it was just me yeah so when you screwed up you know you screwed up mm-hmm. it was hard, always hard though to to go up to the person that you're doing the gig for it's sake. Sorry, but you're not going to get this. Remember those potatoes you thought you were going to have? Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. We can we can get you some mashed potatoes from Kentucky Fried Chicken. Or, <laughs> uh, yeah. But see, that's 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 trying to solve the problem. Yeah. Sometimes it's tough. <laughs> Hell, I'll tell you one 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 bad one. Oh God. So I'm sitting in my my lazy boy cruising. Nice day. Get the phone call and they go, "Hey, how how you?" And you know the, the person. Okay. She uh, uh, had uh, these exotic birds. Uh huh. You know the uh, parrots and cockatoos and mm-hmm. stuff. These tropical birds. Well, there was a bird club, and uh, they hired me to do chicken and ribs for their annual meeting. Uh huh. And 
I did it for two or three years. And uh, in fact, one year I had to just bring it because the birds went crazy when they smelled the smoke. And if, you know, the grilling, when I used to grill right outside, and they said, well, you know, we'd like to have the food, but we, you can't grill over here. You got to, I said, okay, we'll move over. And finally, I just said, I'll grill it here, and then I'll just bring it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm sitting in, uh, in, in my chair, lazy boy chair, and the phone rings, and it says, hey, are you coming out today? It says, you know, we're going to eat soon. And I go, what are you talking about? And I says, well, we got to... <laughs> We're out for the meeting. I said, no, that's tomorrow. <laughs> and, and she goes, no. And I look on my thing, and it, son of a bitch, it was, it, she was right and I was wrong. Ugh. You know, and so now they're expecting food, you know, in a, a 45 minutes or something like Oof. that. And uh, luckily, I called uh, a buddy of mine that had a, rest, a, re- a restaurant that, that featured ribs, and uh I got enough ribs from him. He cooked them up for me, and uh, of course, uh, he didn't. Hit, he sold out of his ribs for that day, mm-hmm. and uh, but it was a small party, you know, thirty people or so. And uh, I ended up going to uh, the local place. You ever see these chickens that spin? Yeah, rotisserie chickens, rotisserie chickens, five dollar chickens or <laughs> yeah. whatever they are. I bought those. I bought I don't know eight of those or something like mm-hmm. that. Whatever the number was, I needed. I got there and I. <laughs> There it was. You, you, you got your, your chicken and ribs. <laughs> but, you, you know, I says, you got your food. I says, here's, here's what I got in, in it. You know, I mm. apologize. So at least they paid me for the product. Huh. You know. What, what, do you do with, what do you do with a rotisserie chicken if you get it? I, I always never – I start, you know, gnaw, I, I buy one of those things and I start gnawing into it. Next thing I know, I just got a pile of carnage and <laughs> hardly any meat off of it. What the hell are you supposed yeah, to do with those things? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I they're good. I like the taste of them. Yeah, they're they're probably loaded up with some sodium or something. Oh, you know? of course. Your your ankles will swell, but mm-hmm. uh, some some people put get that and they'll they'll debone it because it falls off the bone pretty good. Yeah, and they'll uh, do you know put it in the refrigerator, chill it, and uh, then make a chicken salad. That's a good idea. You know, mm-hmm. put some some nice. Uh, Male type stuff and some grapes and shit in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about the only thing that I know. But I I know what I get those when I was younger and shit. <laughs> there I go again. No, go, and, it's uh, okay. <laughs> that's right. uh, half hour, uh, <laughs> gone. You know, in one sitting, and that's right. You, you got bones sitting there, and then that grease sitting on the bottom. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, the jelly, jelloish oh, yeah. coagulation. Ooh. Mm. And the skin just kind of eek. eh, because it, it always smells good and it always looks good. Yep. But by the yeah. time I get to it, it's I get like three or four good bites of it, and, that's and then it. yeah, you yeah. got to kind of gnaw on the back. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Things it, in a pinch. Yeah, I think it's it's those things they that's what they use to get the aroma going in the store. There you get go. you hungry. Yep. Oh, those roasted chickens—they look so good, and then yeah, yep. And everybody's got them. Yeah, you got to wonder about them. Everybody's got them. Yeah, you know? they must be cheap, or they must—I don't know—they yeah. must serve some kind of purpose. Well, they're small too. They're only about two pounds. Yeah, you know, they're they're not very big. Mm-hmm. And it's a one person, one meal, person, something like that. Yeah, I'm not sharing those with anybody. <laughs> no, <laughs> get your own loaf of bread. <laughs> right, and I'm and I'm not. Uh, nobody's gonna be watching me eat one of those either. Oh, I'm, no. I'm eating one of those by myself and in yep. the room, and 
Yeah. You could put some towels down and take my shirt off. That's and right. Go to town on it. Exactly. You put your stained shirt on because that baby's <laughs> <laughs> that's finding a spot there, right on the chest somewhere. <laughs> oh God. Good Man. times, Meat Master. Well, hey, I know you got things to do. I do. I do. I gotta. I gotta get get cooking here. And I will. Uh, I'm looking forward to coming to the VIP treatment tomorrow afternoon and. Yeah, um, it'll be a good time. Hopefully the weather will cooperate and uh, you'll be able to, to, to enjoy some food and a little music on the deck and uh, a little beverage. Is this is this all outside or is there going to be any inside? Oh, it's but... inside and outside. Oh, okay. It's both. Yeah. Gotcha. Full flavor of the, of the clubhouse. Super. Well, happy Memorial Day, everybody. I hope the party starts now. I'm going to try to get this podcast up tonight so I can get a follow-up to it on site tomorrow a little bit we'll see what happens who knows but uh catch the meat master somewhere around you cooking up good food thanks for coming again it's always a pleasure hopefully we'll talk to you again soon all right brother have a good one and you can check me out on twitter and you can check me out tomorrow at the meat masters big vip pre-party and you can check me out on the mark aram show and you can check me out. And you can check me out. Coming out your mama's back door.